Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. Well, there's lots of busy people in our conurbation at the moment, and uh, quite a lot of them work for an organisation called CAN, or they're volunteers. The CAN stands for Community Action Network, and Peter Bungay is the programme coordinator. Uh, good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Blair. Well, I know that you had a bit of a surprise because you you applied for and got interviewed for a brand new job at Cannes literally just a few, was it weeks or even months ago? It was uh, literally a month before the uh, the lockdown came into place at, at the beginning of March. So I, I started with Cannes on the uh, 19th of February as um, programme coordinator for the Good Life programme. Um, had just sort of got inducted into that and started getting my teeth into the role, and um, the situation just completely changed. So, uh, so no doubt your your role has completely changed. So you were expecting to be, as you say, program controller and dealing with exciting this exciting new project that I know you've got some funding for. But uh, we'll talk about that a wee bit a wee bit later on. So sure. So when when it all became apparent that we were going into lockdown and so on, uh, what were you thrown into? Um, well, it's, it was uh, obvious that the, um, my role as program coordinator um, was just just put on hold. Um, we were pretty, pretty much in a situation um, right across the board, right across the third sector, that we didn't know the implications of what was going to happen. Um, we made a decision. Uh, I was working very closely with uh, Community Action Network's um, development, uh, volunteer development lead, Amy Collins, um, and we decided that we'd just put um, an ask out there to try and get as many volunteers as we could together um, and see where that led. Um, so we uh, put together a form. We put it up on the website. We advertised it across social media and our, our local connections. Um, and literally over the weekend, we had about 800 people volunteer to um, do something to, to support the, those less able during the uh, during the COVID crisis. Um, at the same time as that was going on, we were also having conversations with BCP Council um, over the space of a week. Um, we worked really, really closely with them and with other third sector partners. Um, and it was decided that BCP Council would manage the volunteer response um, and, and manage that process of, of putting volunteers in touch with um, people who need assistance, who, who weren't necessarily picked up on the um, government's Operation Shield, which, which targeted the, the most vulnerable in society, um, but those who, who had no support network around them and who needed help. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been an absolutely astonishing time. Um, I can't say enough how much hard work has gone in from everyone across the third sector. Um, we've worked really, really closely with um, BCP Council, Christchurch Community Partnership, with FaithWorks and Prama, the Red Cross, Helping Care. Um, and, and honestly, it's just been astonishing to see how this has pulled together and how we've been able um, to help those people who who are isolated and cannot help themselves. I mean, I was absolutely, uh, you know, gobsmacked would be the word, and the number of people. I think when I talked to Karen, she said there were two over 2,000 volunteers, you know, and uh, I said to her, well, do you want any more? And she initially said, no, <laughs> but but then, <laughs> but then she changed, and she said, well, actually, we're, we're the real, because I think those, those initial volunteers were largely deployed in terms of delivering food uh, to, to to people and also medi- medications and so on. 
Uh, but now I think the real need is for befriending you know, people to be on the end of a phone. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we're still looking for volunteers. We're up to 2,500. Um, of that 2,500, I think um, we've supported about 1,000 lonely individual people who need help. Um, BCP Council are doing some work with... Um, we're befriending uh, and, and making uh, comfort calls to people. Um, we've also worked with uh, Prama, who have set up a friendship line. Um, I will give out some phone numbers later on, so if your listeners want to grab a pen and a piece of paper, yeah. um, just to have those numbers so that they can, if they don't need to use them themselves, they can give them out to someone else. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll give them five minutes to, to grab a pen and paper. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, it's... Uh, we're looking at it, um, and BCP Council are very much looking at it as um, there's the necess- necessities of the food and medication, but there is also that need as, as we move forward that more and more people will start to feel more lonely. Um, we we'll want that human contact, um, and we want to be there. Uh, BCP Council want to be there. Uh, Prama want to be there. There's also Age UK and the Silver Line who have uh, befriending or phone call services. Um, for, for those people who are starting to, to feel the, the human effect of, of what's going on at the moment. And it's, it's, it's a very, very anxious and, um, and concerning time. And actually, sometimes all, all people want is, a, is to hear a human voice on the other end of a line and, and to chat and, and talk about what's going on in, in their mind and, uh, and, and the anxiety that they might be feeling. Of course, they say that every cloud is a silver lining, and uh, and I know that uh, although you know it is a very challenging and a very difficult time for for lots of people, but it is quite staggering how a organisations are working together. You've just outlined that uh, very well, but then individuals, of course, in streets, you know, talking to neighbours, doing people a good turn, watching out for the vulnerable, and so on. Uh, th- it is so encouraging that that these very positive things are happening right in the middle of of what is quite a dark time for, for the country. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it always seems to be the case that in, in times of, of crisis like this, the best comes out in people, and it, and it absolutely has been the case um, over the past month. And, you know, I'd, I'd individually like to thank every single person out there who is doing something um, in their local community, if not through BCP Council, through one of the COVID groups, through Christchurch Community Partnership for their local charities, um, or even just getting in touch with their neighbour and asking them if they're all right. Um, volunteering, it's, it's, a, it's a massively precious gift when you give your time to help someone else. And, and it's, um, it really has been you know, quite uplifting to see see what has been put together and the work that um, everyone is doing, whether individually, uh, as a charity, as a, as a, a member of the public sector, um, the work that is being done to support those who need help, is, it's, it's heartlifting. It really is. Hope FM, Faith-Filled Radio. As you've heard, my very special guest uh, today is uh, Peter Bungay, uh, who is the pro... Well, uh, I don't know whether I should introduce you now, Peter, again, as the programme co- <laughs> coordinator. Maybe the jack-of-all-trades and, um, you know, master of many, <laughs> rather than none. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but, yeah, no, I, I like to think I, I, can, I can put my hands to most things. <laughs> I, I, but it's, it's been a necessity, and there's... Um, 
you know, in the, in this last month, there's so many people who've who've been put outside of their comfort zones, who are who are doing work that they'd never envisaged doing, and it's um, it's just amazing what what people are capable of doing if there is a need there to do it. Now we want to give you a couple of uh, very uh, key telephone numbers uh, so have your pens and paper ready in fact we'll do that now and don't worry about it because uh, we'll give it to you again in this hour of the program if you if you're in a bit of a tizzy right now but anyway let, let's just talk about those those all important uh, telephone numbers and and websites and so on peter what what are the key ones yeah, so um, the first one is the BCP Council Helpline, which is um, part of the Together We Can response, uh, community response. Um, that's for anyone who is isolated, doesn't have a support network around them and needs assistance. And that's 0300 123 7052. And that's open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, the second is it's just started up. It's a Prama Friendship Line. Uh, this is open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., and that's 01202-022-987. Um, there's also loads of information available on the CAN website. Uh, that's www.can100.org, um, or also through the BCP website and Christchurch Community Partnership website. Um, there's also support uh, lines available through Age UK and um, Silverline operator uh, befriending service over the phone as well. So, again, their details are available on the Internet. Well, we'll give you those, as I said, again, in the in the final, because Peter and I are going to, we're going to talk to you, Adrian, in a moment, but Peter will be back again, and we'll go for those numbers for you again then. So if you, if you weren't at the ready, get yourself ready, and we'll give you those numbers again. Now, Peter, of course, when you joined CAN, you had... Uh, hoped to begin to launch a brand new and an exciting project called the good life tell us about it what's the vision yeah and actually it's it's going to be massively relevant um when all this uh comes to an end and the lockdown finishes um and uh older people are looking to to get back into their local community and get back into local activities um it's uh, so the good life um it, the premise comes from work that was done with uh paul council voluntary services with paul Wellbling being collaborative um and comes from um the joe cox commission on loneliness um and it's about tackling loneliness and social isolation in older life um now we're focusing on three areas in paul which is alderney newtown and uh, camford cliffs um we're focusing on them because it, it comes from work done by uh what was paul barrow council back in 2017 and they were identified as um three areas in paul which um had uh, the largest amounts of uh, loneliness in older life um and, and uh, in fact that uh, that survey that, and the work that was done, um, it, it was estimated that there's about 3,000 people in Pool who are living um, uh, a life that they don't want to live, who are lonely and isolated and actually um, would like to get back out and about in the local community. Um, so the, the Good Life is aimed at creating an environment where um, older people who want to connect back in their community can. Um, there's two threads to it. Uh, the first is a, a volunteering thread. Um, and um, we're looking to match older people who, who want to get out, who, um, for whatever reason, uh, uh, might be uh, lonely or isolated and want to connect back out in their local community. Uh, we're going to match them with a volunteer. 
Um, it's very much a person-centered approach, so it's identifying uh, what that person wants to do, finding some goals and objectives, um, having conversations with them about what they'd like to achieve and the barriers that are in the way. And then that volunteer will work with them to identify an activity or a goal that that person wants to achieve. Um, initially, they'll accompany them uh, to, um, could be a lunch club or visiting the library or something as simple as to actually just using the bus to get into the local shops and get home again. Um, so initially, they'll accompany them, uh, accompany them and then work towards that individual uh, doing it independently. Um, so it's all about empowering people uh, to reconnect with their local community um, and challenge um, the, the obstacles that are, are stopping them doing that. Um, and and it's, it, as I say, it's, that's massively relevant to the situation we're in now where um, we know that um, the, there's huge effects on uh, mental well-being, physical well-being um, from loneliness, from being stuck at home, uh, from not having those uh, social interactions that um, come naturally during a working life. Uh, uh, one of the, the biggest causes of um, social isolation or loneliness is actually when you retire, when you lose those connections that you have, um, and for what, whatever reason, you can't make new connections. So um, that's one thread. Uh, the second thread is actually working with that local community, so working with individuals, with businesses, with community groups, with people who run activities, um, and having a conversation about how we can make them more accessible to older people, more inviting, um, and make that whole community more supportive, um, and make it okay to have conversations about loneliness. Um, we're looking to put some uh, training together uh, for some point in the future for, um, for anyone who wants to come along, really, within that local community, whether it be businesses, individuals, community groups, people who run activities, um, to, to um, just help start those conversations and um, identify how we can support um, older people who are lonely to, to reconnect with their community. And quite often, the barriers that are in the way um, I don't like to say it, but it's it's in the mind. People feel that they're not going to be valued in a new group, um, that they might say or do something that is wrong within a new group. So we want to create that environment where people don't have those fears about stepping outside their front door and starting something new. Um, it's it's it, it. I'm really really positive about it. Um, I've suffered from isolation myself um i know how difficult it can be to take that first step um, and we want to be there to make sure that um actually we can help people just do it just make that decision that actually this is something that i want to do and i've got support there and i'm going to be welcome when i go to a new group yeah and i suppose that one of the biggest challenges particularly with people who are isolated and vulnerable isn't it's knowing where they are and i guess that this is where neighbors and friends and and those who are going into homes you know whether it be the gas man or the electricity man or or whoever you know to identify those folks is that is that identification bit very much part of of, of what you're going to be doing oh. going forward Absolutely. So we're really looking to work with um, uh, 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 local GP surgeries, um, uh, people who um, have connections with people who are lonely and isolated. Quite often, actually, the only people that 
um, someone who's isolated will talk to is um, someone in their local shop where they go and do their local shopping and then go home, you know, go home again. So we want those people to be able to instigate communi- uh, uh, conversations with older people. And, um, it, you know, it can be something as simple as just saying, hello, how are you? What have you been up to this week? And building on that conversation, uh, but also knowing where to signpost people as well, whether it's to to Community Action Network and A Good Life, um, whether it's to other local services, other local charities, um, having that information available for older people to then be able to make informed decisions about how they want to interact with their local community. It's vital. And, and quite often the first, um, the, the very first issue to overcome if you are isolated is knowing where to get information from, who to talk to, um, and, 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 and where to take that first step. So it really is vital to us that um, we're working really, really closely um, with the local healthcare sector. Um, uh, it, it's estimated that 20% of people, when they talk to their G- GP, one of the issues they talk about is loneliness and the problems that that causes them. So um, we know that there's some amazing um, health link workers within the local community um, who who work at GP practices, um, health and care, do tremendous work within the local community. So we want to be working with them uh, for us to be an option to help those individuals. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.